Hey, welcome to the Life Edit, bringing order to your everyday chaos. I'm Tabitha Perry, former social worker and now life coach that breaks big problems down into simple, actionable steps so you become more intentional and productive in life. Let's get started. I love asking questions almost as much as my six-year-old loves to ask questions. Um, And I would actually prefer to ask questions versus answer them, um, which also may mean I need to start working on my vulnerability level too. Um, I love how a provocative question can get someone thinking in a new way, can get me thinking in a new way. And I also love learning how people think, which helps me understand them at a new level. And the fact that Jesus himself asked questions is another reason I love the strategy of getting to know people. Some other perks of asking questions is that it encourages intimacy. You get to peek inside their mind and connect with them in a new way. And asking thoughtful questions is also a characteristic of a good leader, which we all want to be. Good leaders are curious and open to learning new and interesting ideas, which helps broaden our mindset and view the world from various perspectives, which increases our empathy and understanding and really just helps us lead people well. Unfortunately, our world is really loud and distracting though. So being able to give someone um, the full attention and listen intently can be challenging, but it is so important that when we engage in asking questions that we truly are listening to what they're saying and even like what the underlying tone is and what they're saying between the lines. I um, realize that at times though, <laughs> I love asking questions so much that I can sound like an interrogator. Um, Again, back to my six-year-old, right? She's always asking these questions and I love how curious she is, but it can feel like a lot. So there is this kind of Uh, cadence that we have to figure out when we're engaging with people and to how many questions to ask and if they're wanting to share. Um, But ultimately, I've found that people truly do love being asked questions and listened to because um, many of us, you know, it's, it's hard to feel connected with. It's hard to feel listened to. And so when we're being asked questions, it can feel really, really, um, loving and it's really great to be seen and heard, Um, which is one of the reasons I really love coaching, Um, getting coached because I want to be seen and heard, but also coaching women because I get to ask questions that fuel innovation and curiosity and encourage positive change. Asking questions in a group setting, whether it's a group of women I'm coaching or gathering of people around my dinner table um, is incredible. The amount of knowledge uh, learned is exponential. And the holidays are such a great time to gather people in your home and get to know them on a deeper level. And it helps broaden our perspectives and develop our leadership skills and encourage intimacy. I grew up in Alaska and there was a lot of people that didn't have family in Alaska. So during the holiday seasons, we typically had a smorgasbord of people with us, um, celebrating with us. And it was always fun each year to kind of get to know different people. And now that I've moved around so much and we don't live near family, it's going to be a privilege during the holiday season 
to be around other people that uh, maybe don't have family or maybe they do and they're just choosing not to spend time with them, but having them come over and truly getting to know them and asking questions and engaging in conversations that maybe we wouldn't typically because of our fast paced life. But when we have a holiday, right, Thanksgiving or New Year's or Christmas or whatever the holiday may be, and we're spending some long intentional time with people, it really allows people to kind of open up and start getting deeper and kind of removing some of those layers that I know I have too. Vulnerability is is hard for me. Um, I ask, you know, that my clients be vulnerable, but I I get how it's really hard and I empathize with that. And being able to ask questions as well as be able to receive and answer the questions is just really good practice at working on that vulnerability. Um, which all takes intention um, because when we're around people and we're asking intentional questions, they can just feel inspired and challenged to live out who they truly are meant to be. Um, which is why, again, I am super excited about all of the lucky souls that will be around my table for the holidays and getting to ask um, questions. So I came up with 10, I like to call them 10 thoughtful questions. Um, that will help me get to know the people around me at a deeper level and peek into who they are and what they enjoy and what their dreams and their goals and desires are. So I'm going to go through these 10 uh, questions and kind of answer them myself. And I also want to point you to my blog. I'm going to put a link in the show notes where you can actually go to my blog and download the actual, like a graphic with all of the questions. And so you can have that on your phone. So if you're at the table and you're like, oh, there's those questions that I wanted to ask, you can feel free to access that. So the first question that, um, unless you want to like write down all of these questions um, that I'm saying, but typically when people listen to podcasts, especially women, I'm pretty sure you're like cleaning or driving or multitasking. And so you're probably not writing these down, which is why I wanted to provide that quick, um, easy PDF for you to download. So that first question, um, what is the most valuable lesson you've learned this year? When I was thinking about this question, um, honestly, the phrase done is better than perfect um, came to mind. It's this lesson that I am still learning um, as a perfectionist. I don't even want to call it recovering perfectionist because I'm not even sure that I'm that far in. <laughs> but doing things and um, not necessarily worrying about them being perfect, but just having them be done has been a very valuable lesson. I've started so many things and not followed through with them because I didn't feel like they were good enough, that they would help people enough, all of the things. And I know that there's other women out there that you have all these ideas. You have like half unwritten articles and blogs and songs written and posts, all these things that you half wrote but didn't follow through because you didn't think it was perfect. And I just wanna encourage you, like go and just get it done. Like. Done it is better than perfect. Messiness is life. And honestly, I found that people really are more inspired by the messiness. And um, you just learn so much about yourself and others. So the second question is, what random acts of kindness have you received this year? 
So two things came to mind. Um, A friend went out of her way to come to a teaching that I did at a Bible study. She didn't attend this Bible study at all, but she was so sweet to know that like I was a little nervous about teaching and um, she came to cheer me on and that was just so thoughtful. Um, As well as going to coffee with women, I typically like to um, pick up the tab. Like I just... That's just something that I enjoy doing. And um, several times, some of my friends have paid for coffee for me. And that just was like a sweet, random um, act of kindness that I received this year that was really helpful and encouraging. Uh, The third question is, what is one thing you'd like to accomplish in the coming year? So 2023 is coming up, and I am pretty excited about working towards a certification for life coaching. So I have my master's in social work. I have so many years of experience helping women, but me and I love to learn. I think education is so important. And when we can feel uh, frustrated and stuck, education is the best way to kind of push through and like break through that level of like capacity that is maybe holding you back. And I just really feel like getting certified as a life coach will be so rewarding and it'll just add so much more to my clients' lives as well as my own because I take my own advice. (laughs) Well, sometimes. (laughs) Um, The fourth question is, how do you stay focused on gratitude throughout the year? Um, I really had to think about this one and what came to mind was volunteering in ways where I get to be around people who are less fortunate than me and just giving of my time. Time is such a um, important value to me. Money is too, but like there's money and time, right? And these are resources that we have and time is not something that we can get back. You can make more money, but you can't make more time. So when I'm giving my time, I'm investing it. And this helps me focus on gratitude because when I'm around people that um, are going through harder times in life, like when I work at the prison, if I volunteer there, I just see these um, incredibly strong women trying to figure out life, right? Trying to do the best that they can with what they've got. And it is very inspiring and helps me be very grateful for the life that I've, that I have, um, for being able to be to go home and see my kids so many of these women aren't even around their kids during the holidays and that is just so hard for them so I am very much appreciative and uh, full of gratitude when I volunteer that helps me stay focused on that the fifth question is what is your theme song for this year so I actually had a song written for my husband (laughs) called Best Life. Um, It was through Songfinch. I was on Instagram and it was a an ad that popped up and I had wanted something special for our anniversary. And so it was so cool. Um, I'll have that in the show notes as well, Songfinch. But it was really cool because I answered a bunch of questions and found an artist that I really liked her style of music and voice. And then she wrote a song and it was really fun. So that's not necessarily answering the question um, of what is your theme song for this year, but that song uh, is really important to me. And just as we've been focusing on unity in our marriage this year of 2022, um, that song just really kind of summarized it. Uh, The sixth question is, what characteristic of someone at the table do you really admire? 
So obviously right now as I'm recording this, I'm not at a table, but my kids will be at the table. And so I couldn't help but think about what characteristics I admire about them. And for my eight-year-old Lily, she is a leader and boy, she is hardworking. She is always the first one to do the hard thing first and then like do the fun, easy thing. She'll eat her dinner and then the dessert. Whereas my little Liberty, um, she is kind and generous, but she will eat that dessert first. She is the first for fun and I love how they both work together to help um, round me out and make me a better person. That's for sure. The seventh question is, what piece of advice would you pass on to the next generation as they establish their own Thanksgiving traditions? And this makes me think about the story in the Bible about Mary and Martha. And I just always want to be Mary. I want to be sitting at Jesus's feet, right? And not worried about the food and how clean the house is and just worrying about extra things. I The piece of advice that I would give is always choose people over things. And I'm not always good at that because I love tasks. Again, vulnerability is challenging for me. So sometimes it's easier for me to focus on my to-do list than on the people around me. Um, but that's still something that I desire to pass on to my girls, that they always choose people. Um, with like those Thanksgiving traditions so that they're not obsessing over all the food. That's why we're having uh, a potluck and, you know, the house will maybe be clean and we'll have paper plates and it's going to be easy so that way we can just sit around and enjoy each other's company. The eighth question is if you were by yourself and could do anything you wanted for one day, what would you do? And I think my answer is kind of lame, <laughs> but it was the first thing that came to my mind, which I realized I need to work on this. Um, it's basically just lay in bed all day just to give myself permission to literally lay in my bed and read and write and listen to music uninterrupted. That would be amazing because when I'm home, I just constantly have this ongoing to-do list in my head. I don't give myself permission just to lay in my bed and relax and look out at the, the beautiful lake that we live on and um, enjoy my tea and read my book. That That's something that I really have to be intentional about doing. So the fact that I wrote that out as what I'd want to do is <laughs> a very good indicator that I need to just figure that out and do that because that that shouldn't be my answer. Um, the ninth question is, what advice would you give your younger self? Ugh. So I'm 37 and I kind of think of myself in my 20s when I think of my younger self. And I, I would just tell myself, don't take life so seriously. Do the fun and spontaneous things. I lived in Spain for a summer and there were two opportunities to travel, one to go to Ibiza and one to go to Morocco. And I chose not to go because I wanted to save money and be responsible. But oh my goodness, how fun would that have been to go to Ibiza and to go to Morocco um, before the world was as crazy as it is now. So I would definitely tell myself to do that. And the 10th and final question is, when you imagine yourself at 80 years old, what do you see? And I see myself as this like super fit, great grandma. Um, I have like great grandchildren around. Um, my kids like to be around me. My grandkids like to be around me. Um, their kids like to be around me. 
And I'm still mentoring young women in the church. Like I always just want to be pouring into other women. And right now I'm 37. And so there are younger women I'm pouring into, but mostly women my age or maybe a couple years older. But when I'm 80, I want to be pouring into those 70, 60, 50, 40, 30, 20, even teens and just encouraging them again to not take life so seriously, to, to do things, to, to not feel like you have to do them perfect, but to get them done. And I want to be enjoying my husband. I want us to to be able to um, enjoy the fruit of our labor um, over all these years of of coaching and encouraging people, and just really see how God has moved within us and made us more in His image. So I hope that these 10 questions were interesting for you and that you would ask at least one of them around the holiday table. And um, again, you can go and check those out on my blog. And thank you so much for listening. And if this episode has inspired you to be more intentional with asking more questions, I'd love if you'd share it with a friend so they can be inspired by it too. And remember, making those small edits each day, like asking questions, inspires results. So you step into your fullest God-given potential. Make it an incredible day.